Welcome to Car Talk with Matty J. Another Tuesday night, more car-related topics as we do every Tuesday night here on 98.9 Northwest FM. Got a full house tonight, which is which is kind of kind of odd for for this plucky little motoring show. Uh, we're in the studio with Reese. What's going on? Hey, Matty. Good man. How you going? Good, good, good. We got Alum here as well. What's up? I'm just happy to be here and in, in this crowded room. That's probably going to get hot eventually. <laughs> we got Reese K. Mr. SS is back. Missed you, man. How you been? Good, mate. Good. Um, we've got also Peter Hill, who's doing his training. How you going, everyone? And um, we've got James has just walked in the in the studio as well. Forgot my nickname, have you? Jazzy, Jazzy James. James. <laughs> so hey, how, good, good, good. How could I forget? Um, now, basically tonight, it's we've got we've got a few topics to to get through. Um, it's going to be a really really busy show. We're going to have a recap of the, of the Nugget Nationals. We're going to have a recap of um, uh, Reese's um, uh, when he went when you went to Custom Cars and Coffee. Yeah. Um, and we're going to t- t- talk about a few other, a few other things as well along the way. Um, the whole the whole idea of tonight um, is, is just is, is pretty much a, a bit of a recap show as well. But um, to, to get everyone's you know on, thoughts on on, on the, the current current car climate, um, and to, uh, to see a bit of a bit of a where your cards out too, uh, K, both um, which we'll get to very very shortly. Uh, in terms of um, in terms of the Nugget Nationals, which we'll get to uh, now and, and just after the break, um, another big event. Got there, uh, left really, really early on um, on Sunday morning, five, 5.30 I left from my place, um, and got to the track just after 8, had the, the traditional uh, race driver's breakfast, which is a um, McMuffin, <laughs> um, and, a, and, a, and an orange juice, um, but yeah, t- Winton's about two hours away, so it, it's, they, it's the, it was the first on the calendar of the, of the Nugget Nationals um, event of the year. Um, Got it. Got out there. The Paseo made it. No issues at all, like like it did last time. Um, and then basically ran the ran the nuts off the thing, and it drove home perfectly. Um, but basically, yeah, we it was pouring down rain. Um, we we did all the new mods to the car, so we obviously got the new suspension in there, the new semi slicks. Um, but the the difference is you can't really get the full benefits in a quite a quite a wet track and. Uh, coming down the back straight, I got in a bit of a battle with a um, uh, with a 1.3 Swift uh, GTI. Well, you know, one of the one of the old ones yeah. from the 90s, which are which are really really cool cars. I don't know if you guys have seen them. Um, seen them. Got in a bit of a battle with with one of them, and on the back straight because uh, I, I was actually passing cars for the first time ever in the National, which, which I thought was hilarious because I, I, I do have a bit of um bit of wet you know wet, wet weather experience. Got down the back straight, um, trying to stay on the racing line. Obviously, with semi slicks, you know the, the racing line's a bit more drier, so you can you can get a bit of grip. Um, I was like, okay, I've got to break later than this guy behind me, so I broke that that second too late. Turned it in, car turned in great. The left wheel hit the wet patch off the racing line, and I went off at 140, and I just and I just kept going and I wouldn't stop because um, all the the front locked up and then the rest locked up and if you, the things with with the gravel trap especially in the wet um, if you turn it too hard it, it the car will dig in and flip over yeah. so I just had to keep going straight um, and that, that, that was a bit of a I'm gonna die I'm gonna die I'm gonna die moment but um had plenty of runoff uh, but all in all it, it got it back to the pits and the car was just completely covered in crap Every, everyone was, was like looking at me just like yep you, you went off didn't you I'm like sure did um, but it was it was definitely a lot of fun um uh, Anthony and um, and and his brother Matthew as well, um, who I'm you know, in with the in with the team. Really, really happy with the modifications of the car. It, it's it's changed it to, honestly well beyond beyond what it was before. There's no roll in suspension. It, it, it's really tight. The grip's phenomenal now. That now that it's even if you now that when you're going around corners, it's not squ- it's not squealing as much. 
the semi sticks have really come into line. I was surprised how good they were in the wet, um, even though I did end up going off. But no, it was, it was all in all a really, really good first up event. Um, James from Everest Movies was there as well. Uh, and he took, took some videos which I'm going to put up on our Facebook page uh, I'll probably ch- chuck them up on YouTube and um, I've, I've got some in-car footage as well and you'll probably hear me uh, not be too happy with myself going off the track <laughs> um, so it's, it's all, um, which I'll try to put up very very shortly on the, on the show but anyway how have you guys been? pretty good I'd pretty say good. my exhaust has come in it has come in yes and uh, gave it a look I'm pretty happy with it and surprisingly it also has a little bu- an extra bung for um, a, a wideband sensor if I want to put that in. Ah, cool. So, because I do plan on modifying it, I think that's an added benefit. I would probably put a wideband and oxygen, um, so, sorry, uh, air-to-fuel ratio sense, uh, gauge in, yep. along with the boost gauge, in where the little clock goes usually. Yes. That's going to cost me like 450 bucks extra for no reason. <laughs> but you got to do what but you got to do. But boost gauge. The one thing I'm worried about is I've seen a lot of... Most of the, the, the videos I've seen of people modifying the exhaust on the Direx is just doing a cap back because I think they're being lazy, but they just want the box <laughs> rumble. And going with the turbo back, it's highly advised that you do get a tune. So you've got the turbo back, haven't you? Yes. Yes, okay. And I can't actually use it without using the whole thing uh, because of just the size difference. It's a whole three-inch system. Okay. Uh, quite a bit bigger than the stock. So I, I don't want to go for a tune right now because I have other parts I, I want to install before I do the tune rather than pay twice for a tune. Yep. Uh, so I'm just wondering, do I do the installs just now and just deal with bad fuel economy or whatever's going on? And, <laughs> or will it even be as bad as people say it will be? Um, oh, only one way to find out, really, exactly. is to put it on. Uh, I mean, you've got all the parts there like, for the exhaust now anyway, so you, like, you, you'd probably get away with it. Thoughts, boys? I'm, 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 all, I'm all down for, for the noise. Uh, wait, for, wait for the EPA is my advice. <laughs> Yes, well, speaking about the EPA, uh, you've had a bit of fun with them, haven't you, uh, Reese K? Two and a half week registration suspension. On the SS? From the government, yep. Because someone dubbed you in, right? Someone did. And according to my my logbook, the car was parked in my driveway. But because the the government says you were driving it on this day, I uh, went with my exhaust uh, to the guy in Campbellfield, failed. Went back the next week with the standard exhaust that I bought the car with. Failed. You're so kidding. then temporary registration. So then I went to my exhaust guy and got a um, sedan catback off a clubby. Yep. Put that on and just scraped in. How's it sound now? 89 decibels. Because it, it has to be 90, right? 90. <laughs> and even with completely stock and the exhaust actually hangs out the back of the bumper a good 30 centimetres. Far out. Because it's just the wrong system, but I had to get something on it just to make it work. What are and the, the rules? guy actually felt sorry for me. That's it. Yeah. What are the rules with how far exhaust can stick out at? I thought um, I speak at the bumper, right? Like, James, it you, is, you had this issue as well, right? But the guy just felt sorry for me because ah, <laughs> I've right. been there three times, 150 bucks wasted just on EPAs because it's 50 bucks a go. Is it, so they do the, what is it, the sound measurement? Yes. And do they also do the emissions? Or yeah, so you basically you have to have um, every piece of the exhaust there. Even if it's straight through, you can still pass more than you would. But I just had basically cat back, and the rear muffler was just a straight pipe through. And um, yeah, it got like 105 decibels, so it was 15 over. <laughs> and um, basically they put suspension on the registration because I failed twice and was well. going for a third time. Third time you fail, they actually suspend it properly, and which sucked because I paid it a week before, so that would have been a waste of eight hundred and ten cents. You're kidding! And um, yeah, basically they don't 
there's not much leniency in it. That's um. So, what's the exact protocol like? Um, what do they do, like for the test? Basically, there's a like a little microphone that they put at the end with a little hand scanner. Uh, put it on a tripod. It has to be measured a certain distance away from the car. Um, then they basically rev it, or well, depending on the rev range. Like I was there with a um, was it an Evo six, I think. And, yeah, it was um, an system with the pitch you sent me. Yeah, he basically had the rev that uh, 4,750 RPM and hold it there for six seconds and then let it go. And basically, you see that rev range there. The SS was like 5,500. Wow, that high. They had to hold it there and then let it go. And then they wonder why it cracks and popples and burbles. And... Yeah, well, it's up, high in the, it's up high in the range. Look, we've got to get to our first break of the night. Um, we'll continue with this after because I, I want to know, I want to know m- more about how they set this up because I haven't really ex- experienced or heard much about it. Um, we're going to get to a song by Aussie artist Elizabeth Rose of her album Intro. So I, I played, a, played a bit of her before. We, we support com- uh, Aussie artists on community radio here. Um, the song's called In Threes. And we'll be right back after this. You're back on Car Talk with Maddie J. Still in the studio with all the boys here. Really packed house here tonight at 98.9 Northwest FM. Um, that was uh, Elizabeth Rose with um, her song In Threes. Really, really cool artist. During the break, I was speaking to, to Peter here, and he was like, you've got a Harley with like a really loud exhaust. But I think bikes are kind of the exception. I'm not sure about that. I had a mate. We went uh, riding. His was quieter than mine. He was hit in Ligon Street. You're kidding. On the spot. So, what, like, on the spot, fine for, like, being too loud, or...? Too loud. Because I thought, I always thought the bikes were, like, you're able to get away with it because they have to be heard, um, you know, coming, obviously, because, like, you know, it's, like, kind of a safety issue, and that, that's why I, that's why I've always, always thought that the bikes were always allowed because, like, I mean, you always get that one guy with that Harley that'll always start and always rev it, and you know, it just like, oh, because he's got a Harley, and you'll, he'll get away with it. Um, but I've never seen anyone, like, bike-wise pulled over for, for excessive noise. They have been targeting bikes more lately, so it depends who you're dealing with, I suppose. Yeah, that's, um, that's... <laughs> do, do they have a different limit to the maximum volume, though? Well, I'd assume so, because, like, bikes... Jesse James, James here is, is, um, is not in his head, but I'd assume so, because, like, you know... Obviously, in traffic you're on the freeway, if you, you know one road noise, and two, if you're going to get passed by a, by a bike and you want to switch, you know, switch lanes, and if they're they're lane splitting or something, they have to hear you have to hear them coming. I mean, that's kind of the the you know, the, idea, the idea of having a lead exhaust on a bike. But um, the the guy did tell me that he lets almost every bike through purely because the louder they are, the safer they're going to be in their own lives. Yeah. Because you know, like still at 110, you can hear them coming behind you. Doing even 200, you still even hear them from you know a cane halfway. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, so how do they like? What's the exact, exact protocol? What so do you do? You drop it in there. I I like started off just like getting a letter in the mail to say you know on the first of uh, February you're driving down Buckley Street at ten o'clock, and Jeez, um, like they time it and everything. Yeah, and um, then basically they sent me the letter on the fifteenth. Said you'd been done on the first, and it came to our office on the ninth, and you have until the first of April to basically get it fixed. Or the on-the-spot fine is $760. You're kidding. And if your car fails three times and they suspend your registration, you basically have to go to court and explain why your car doesn't pass. And the maximum fine they can give you is eight, like, I think it was like seven, nine or something, thousand. What? Yeah, 7,900, sort of bit ridiculous. At that point, if you know you can't pass, you just crash your car, right? And just say, it's pretty much, off yeah. And I'm sorry, I can't do anything about it. Just cancel the register. Well, yeah. Well, essentially, that's, I mean, that's, that's the only thing that you can do. But I was going to say, Alan, has your exhaust got a noise rating? 
Uh, is it ADR? I'm assuming it wouldn't be ADR approved. Probably is an ADR approved. Um, once again, just going off videos doesn't sound too loud. <laughs> <laughs> we just have to. We'll get to that point, you know, when we come to it. Wait, wait till it wears in. <laughs> you want to hear a good one? Uh, d- yeah, definitely. Um, it, it, it'll make the car sound sick, though. I mean, come on. <laughs> so, when, when they got to do test your car, do you back it up and or, do you do it or do they do it? You do it. Okay, and, and he you, purely just sits in the car and just revs the shit out of it. <laughs> that, that, that's what that's what they do. That's it. Wow, and they have a microphone behind the exhaust. Yeah. Like it's a right microphone, there. Microphone, yeah, to a uh, to a handout. I'd probably say it's about a foot and a half behind. No, about a foot and a half behind. Does it look like like a legit setup, or it just kind of looks like it's just um? Yeah. It looks sketchy. Let's put it this way: in Victoria, there's nine testers. There was ten, but the one in Broadmeadows apparently got caught like three weeks ago doing dodgies. So they got black bands. <laughs> and this one, like, the guy who I was getting EPA'd next to offered him 500 bucks to just not even look at the car and just pass it. Yeah. And he said no because he gets, like, $50 a go. And last time I even drove in, like, my first time drove in with my exhaust, he goes, I'll take payment. And he goes, no, you failed. And he didn't even get near the car. He just said, come back with a more standard exhaust. So then I come back with the exhaust that I got um, actual roaded with yep. when I bought the car. Still failed. How does that? How does that even happen though? Like that? That's I don't know. That, that, that doesn't. So, make... You remember the case in Sydney where the Lamborghini was supposedly too loud? But it's a Lambo. Like they always it was loud. stock standard. No, I, I, it's, I mean, it's Street Effects's Lambo. Just to, to drop it out there. Okay. Um, well, the guy got, got like free coverage out of it. He had like Street Effects banners all over the car and <laughs> websites and stuff. But yeah, he argued the case and won that. Oh yeah, it's being a Lamborghini. Like, how can it be under ninety decibel at? 4K or whatever. It's like yeah. it's not going to be massive V12. I mean, most cars like I I, I I'd assume even my car like factory standard over four and a half or five grand is going to be bloody loud. Like it's it's, it's the laser. Not, no, yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> not the Merc. The, the, the Merc. No, um, no, the, the F6. Like like I've I've heard it when, when like my brother's driven it and, he, and he's and he's given it a bootful. It's bloody loud ages away. Like you, yeah. you can you can hear you can hear like you know wailing from, from the exhaust blocks away. Mm. I'm like, if that's the case with with a, with a, with a stock car, you've got no chance. Like, like you know, doing it with with a standard, like even with a standard exhaust at at that sort of RPM, it's ridiculous. Yeah. My my problem with the SS is I tracked down like when I bought the car the original paperwork from Holden, and the guy actually like paid extra for it at the time to get a Holden by exhaust, Holden by design exhaust, which was just a catback. There you go. And so this car for the last, you know, 20 or what is it? Uh, sorry, in 2003, so, you know, it's like 15 years old, has never had a rim, a rear res or a muffler or anything. It's always had that. And now it's just had one problem now. And the guy just reckons it's because it's got the HCT body kit on it that it just <laughs> causes too much attention. Yeah. But it was actually in the driveway that day, and I can't dispute it because whether you've been seen or not, EPA is EPA. Mm. It's a federal... Um, like part of the government. It's not like Vic Roads where they just, you know, it's a little office. It's federal, so they can do what they like. They can tow your car and EPA them yourself, like themselves if they want to. And they'll charge you a million dollars yeah. to do it probably. Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. I mean, we're talking about noise here, but I think I was telling the boys a couple of weeks ago I used to have a Daihatsu Siri on. <laughs> and How the hell did you not get picked up in this thing? I don't understand. When you... This story is hilarious. <laughs> so, you know, like it was... Uh, just drinking oil, engine oil, right? And I'd literally had like a bottle of the Coles ten dollar four liter bottle of oil in the back. Yeah. Oh, exactly. It didn't matter what it was, as long as it lubricated. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I used to buy two at a time. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
On special. Yeah, on special, <laughs> exactly. You used to put that put that in and um, it got to a stage where you put the oil in and you start the car and you wait till the engine warms up and stuff. And you, as soon as you start to accelerate, there's massive puff of smoke everywhere, right? And it's happened so many times. It got to a stage where once I was leaving Farnegate Shopping Center onto the little 80-kilometer an hour narrow north road. That was you, was it? Yeah, that was, that was me. <laughs> I think I saw you. Oh, you might have. It's just smoke everywhere. It got to a stage when we left the Farnegate Shopping Center, there was a poor guy behind us. And this was blowing so much smoke that the guy had to open his, pull down his window, and literally stick his head out to be able to breathe. <laughs> went through the beds, went through everything. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's um, EPAs. Yeah. And you, and you didn't get pulled up. No, we didn't get pulled up on that day. Lucky. I think the cops probably had bigger fish to fry. Probably a real loud SS or something. Yeah, like, like <laughs> <laughs> yes, loud SSs. Uh, but look, yeah, look. Sorry, it, it's all clear now. It's all good now. You putting these other exhaust back on? I have to wait about two weeks. I've got my current exhaust on uh, the one I've got on. It's on loan from my local muffler shop. Ah, I see. Okay, <laughs> just and... for a few weeks. But I don't drive it. That's the thing. I've driven it three times this year. Okay, it sits in the driveway every day. And you got picked up on one of the days you've driven it. And I reckon it was because I was driving the cruiser. And I reckon they looked up the license plate. And went, nah, this thing's gonna be louder. Because that the cruiser's running a straight through two and a half exhaust. Uh, it is now, right? No resins, nothing, and it's a diesel. It's loud as. But yeah, I don't see many diesels get picked on though, like that. Though. Like yeah, they not see- unless they're trashed, like yeah. bush pig across the windscreen, thirty sevens. Yeah, <laughs> just like just like an animal. That's. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Well, look, we better move it on. Um, Reese, you went to Custom Cars and Coffee uh, last week. Yeah, so wasn't this Sunday, the, the Sunday before. Yep. Um, Got to admit, compared to normal cars and coffee at Ravens Hall now, this thing's at a different level. Like the cars there were, you know, they were R8s and real sort of custom custom cars. And you'd like to think it's all modified cars, but they weren't. Just a drop there. It's hosted by GT Car Club, so. Who's GT Car Club? Uh, they're out east. Anyway, oh. they're the guys that basically host custom cars and coffee. Ah, oh, right. Um you're getting a referral fee from him yeah. or what? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never been to Custom Cars and Coffee and, and you, you read it highly and you said all the boys from um, from uh, Cars Advice were there? Yeah, all the boys from Car Advice were there. It's it's interesting because they um, also support it now. Okay, So cool. they're official sponsors. Yep, nice. Um, so, you know, the cars you sort of see over there are like your... You're more exotics. Yeah, exactly. Nothing under 100 grand. <laughs> no, not not much there. The Lotuses, they actually had two Honda NSXs. Wow. Which I didn't think they had two in Australia. Yeah, no, the, the, I've seen one. They are quite um, quite strong in the look at, actually, in, in, in real life, the new ones. Yeah, they're um, about, what, 400-odd grand each, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're about that. Um, so there's quite a few interesting. There's a few Lambos there. Um, the Car Advice boys bought down um, an S1. And an Amarok, um, right? Amarok, the Stinger. Yep. And I think there were the three cars that, yeah, that did bring down. Um, what I was surprised with was the amount of space that's in the back of the Amarok. It's tiny. Yeah, the back yeah, seats, they're, they're, the, they're really small. And apparently they haven't got any airbags in the back either, which Jeez. I don't understand. It's all like a man. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, oh man, thing's heavy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they've got to slow it down. I they, s- they, they sink, man. The Amarok stands for I'm a rock. <laughs> oh. And, um, yeah. Yeah, so um, so you spoke to um, a good friend of the show now, Paul Merrick. Yeah, spoke to Paul Merrick, which I think you did an interview with a couple of weeks did, ago. Did. It's pretty good sort of 
hear about how he got to where he got to. Um, so he said a few good things about the main man, Matty J. Oh, uh, touched on it. Exactly. On it. Uh, but it was good, yeah. No, that's great. Um, speaking of Paul Murray, he's in New York at the moment. I, I, I saw his latest um, uh, his, his latest video up on up on FB, and he he flew back from Geneva. He was here for like a week, and he's flown back out to the states. Yeah. So uh, busy man. He's got he's got I think pretty much everyone in this room's dream job of just testing cars and flying over the world and to test cars. And I will get there one day with this plucky little motoring show. I'll, oh, um, definitely. Eventually, eventually get there. But um, another big event that was on uh, this weekend um, wasn't obviously in Australia, but was in was in America. Was Radwood? So have you guys heard about Radwood? Negative. Negative. Oh, jeez. Radwood's like the. Oh, so, sorry. Goodwood. It, it's 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 kind of like a laugh at Goodwood because it's like it's it's a car show for cars based in the eighties and nineties. Mm. So like you know rad. Um, that was like they're kind of like a rad scene. So like. Uh, but it's it's cool that they don't have just they don't just have like normal um, so they don't just have like exotics from those periods they have like kind of normal cars so they have like you know basic like I guess executive pack cars in in what they have in the states um, but this year this time they had a they, I think their first million dollar car was they had a Porsche nine five nine I don't know if you oh, yeah. yeah so really really rare car um, and then somebody brought an F forty and then it was an amazing Dean race and both cars start smoking and they stopped it catch fire <laughs> James Dean got a nine five nine yeah I'm not too sure. That's probably, if it's it, the same one, Paul's got a photo of one in one of them. Wow, in a 959? 959. If it's oh, the yeah. same one. It's the same one that James Dean died in, I'll just say that. There you go. Well, not Great. the actual one, but like the same car. Same car, car yeah. yeah. Um, it's I like know. $20 million car right now. Here? Nah, man. Yeah. Really? A yeah, they're collectibles. Like, uh, if it's the same one. I don't know if I know Zara, but I didn't think there were $20 million yeah, cars. Yeah, we're looking yet. it up. Well, you heard it here first. Yeah. I think there's only five or so that are proper. No, nah, they they built a, they built a quite quite a few more. Like the, the, the it's what you're probably thinking of a different one, but the, the original nine five nine um was built for, for for Group B, I believe. Um, mm. it was built as a rally car, um, but it didn't uh, exactly make it make it to there. Um, because obviously Group B got got cancelled, and uh, and you know we could do a whole episode on Group B, which which we probably should because it's probably like the the most um interesting race period or race series ever ever mm. made. But yeah, no, it was. Um, I, I saw some pictures from the event and, and and some videos. Really, really cool cars. They've got like basic like Toyota, um, what we call uh, uh, what, what they called Taragos here. <laughs> so, but like yeah, there was there was super period like because like minivans were like super nineties and 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 they had them all had them all there at that at that show. So that that's really really kind of cool. It's um I guess looking back at the cars we grew up with. And like you know, and they had like old old video game systems playing, like old Sega, you know, uh, stuff. So it was, it was like su- super period. And the, but the yeah. best part about it is the people dress up in like the period correct clothes. Ah uh, yes. So, oh, so they were in those nineties tracksuits. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And the New Balance shoes. New Balance. That's um, only Takumi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's New Balance. Shoes. Yes, he does. And he's only one still wears them to this day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mr. Fujiwara. Uh, but. At, at, at Red Bull 2 because this is Red Bull 3 um, there, was a, there was like a guy I think it was a Japanese dressed up as a Japanese businessman mm. and he uh, he had the suspenders the big the big brick phone and a and a briefcase full of sugar but obviously if you if you know what kind of the reference I'm trying to make um, and he actually went through air, aeroplane security because he, he flew to, to the state where he was having it he's like I don't know how that guy got through they must have thought it was coke or something uh. <laughs> Got to make it legit, man. Got to make it legit. Like mad props to to people like to, that go that extra extra level. Turns out he just used that as a ploy. He was actually taking coke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. His drug just run. a quick hint: it wasn't a nine five nine. It was a five fifty spider. Okay. And those things are actually expensive. It's confusing a Ferrari for a Porsche. No, 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 no. It's actually a Porsche. Is it five fifty spider? Yeah. Oh, my apologies. Oh. Oh, that's my bad. 
Alright, so you're you throwing me off the show now. Another event that was on this weekend. Yeah, hit, hit Formula One. Formula One. Yeah. Mr. Shmi was down. Was he? Yes. Okay. I missed going to see him on Saturday. There was also about 15 million pounds worth of um, Paganis oh. here. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Any Koenigsegg's? Or just Paganis? No, just Paganis. Just Paganis. There's a Koenigsegg in Sydney, but... Yeah. yeah. It's... um. So what, were they here to be sold or were they... No, just so just the... some guys that came down from Hong Kong, Dubai <laughs> and the UK. They just flew in basically... To show off. Just to watch the race. <laughs> to show off, yeah, essentially. Uh, and also for the launch of Zagami's new Pagani range. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I think they opened a new showroom, didn't they? They opened a the new showroom, correct. Yeah. They're selling what's a the, the $5.5 million... Dollar, Richmond, um, isn't it, again? It's in Richmond. It's yeah. the same as there. I'll, I'll yeah, be visiting I'll... there for some oil. They've got a $5.5 million dollar Pagani for sale right now. Oh, uh, right. The only one in Australia is that, that it? model. Matty J, just get a fourth job. You'll be right. Yeah, that's all right. I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'm pretty sure I can manage with that. they got some nice cars in there too, at Sagami's. They actually they have do. an F50 there. Do they? Yeah. Is it like Australian legal? Or, um... they got Lin Foxes, Lin, uh, Enzo there too. Ah, right. There you go. Uh, it's an Australian legal one, yeah. That, that's kind of interesting. Because um, I know the F40 was never released here, but surely because it's over 25 years, you'd be able there's, to get it. There's a few of them here. F40s, I mean, I've, yeah. I've seen, I saw the F40 at Dutton's. Um... Uh, Dutton Garage, which is a place that, you, that I think a lot of us have been. You guys haven't been there yet, have you? I don't think so. Um, yeah, it's a place. It's a place where um, where we can go and window shop, but never <laughs> where dreams are made. We can, we can go and eat breakfast. Too. Yes, <laughs> go have a burger and just say, "Oh yeah, that's my Aston Martin over there." Saw a Ferrari F40 come out of Dutton's. Oh right, nice. Yeah. Fish tailed over the tram tracks. <laughs> Sounded unreal. Yeah. There's actually the shop next door, which is uh, they tune Ferraris. They have 488 race car there as well. Mm. I've seen that car. Uh, that that was out on Ligon Street on Sunday as well. Oh, the Ferrari like. one. <laughs> Ferrari <laughs> Italian Ligon. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. Bikies, drugs, gangs. Sorry. That's Coburg. That's Coburg. He says. <laughs> I had to go to go to that next that, that next step. I'm gonna have to go for a, a news show here on uh, Car Talk. <laughs> Lock. Underbelly, <laughs> car, <laughs> car talk edition. Uh, no, um, there's tons of stuff happening though in, in the in the car world at the moment. Um, uh, obviously, the, the launch of the i30n, which which yeah. uh, is big on, um, that is like the hot hatch at the moment. I think there's more hype for this than there was, I'd arguably for the Focus RS because this is like Hyundai's first like big deal into like a performance car, mm-hmm. and and so it should be. I mean, this is this is a big car for them, um, and it's and it's from all accounts it's bloody brilliant. So, hopefully, um, I can manage to squeeze my way in for a test drive and well, give a bit of review. The pro- with the dealerships and all that, you know, if you're gonna try and book one in, they probably reckon that you're gonna, you're gonna they're gonna force you to buy one. Yeah. So I've been online, um, <laughs> booked in a test drive uh, at Berwick. Um, haven't heard back yet. You're kidding. In about a week. I've yeah. got to contact that car advice if you want a test drive. <laughs> you probably just yeah. have to write up a review. Yeah. Well, that. That's- <laughs> no, there's that. I mean, we could go down that path, but then, yeah, just trying to book one in. I'm going to try the dandy one and see if they're half interested. Yeah. But yeah, just it, it would be it would be an awesome car to test drive anyway. I mean, forty grand, three or four grand. Ah, and did you guys hear? Hyundai is offering a uh, track warranty. Track warranty, they are, yeah. Which is f- first of its kind in, in that segment. In that segment in Australia. Yeah. So yeah, if your car's covered, apparently. Even if you take it to a racetrack, but they reckon you can't do time lapse, so you can't. What's the point? No, no, you can't. You like you can't compete in a race where you've got time lapse, official time lapse. 
but you could stick on a timer on your own thing and yeah do whatever you want with it it's it's i don't know why they've even gone down that path they should have just said well anyone's allowed to use it but maybe because they just don't want them to be turned into street races or you know track races and be uh, used i think it's because the hot hatch market's so so kind of competitive these days and like people are buying cars in terms of especially hot hatches in terms of trackability and and time mm. people aren't really taking them for um the, the, how they make you feel mm. it's more oh this car can get around the corner uh, or around the track two seconds quicker i'm gonna buy that but it's gonna be worse to drive so uh, arguably um what they're doing is okay but see, see things when i went to winton this weekend mm. um because i went to i was i went to winton recently for the uh mighty Carmods nationals which, yeah. which was um which was about um geez in the last year now the, the nationals it's a while back um they didn't have any signs but now when i was driving the track i, I noticed Hyundai's got all their their end sponsor like you know the Hyundai N for the end mm. range all over the track. Yeah, all all billboards and stuff and like obviously um it's a it's a timed it's a timed track um Winton, um so that 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 kind of um that kind of kind of really surprised me. I'm like they're actually going all out for this car, which is which is something a lot of other car companies don't do. Yeah, that's right. Because the thing is, they stuffed up the i30s launch really really badly. How they made Be- that? Because when i30 was launched earlier last year. They had the ad where they were throwing an old car off a plane, oh, I and saw it was that. reinvented. Yes. I mean, yeah. but the th- the weird was bit the was yeah, yeah the, the ad right, and they put that ad everywhere. The issue with that ad was, I think eighty percent of the ad was showing the old car. Yeah. So you know, people only saw the last little bit of it, and I, I spoke to um my mate that's a sales manager at Hyundai in Mornington, and he said. He said i30 sales were the car is brilliant compared to the last one just, and how refined it just we just haven't had the same sales as we were expecting and because the marketing department they didn't market the car right so this one here they obviously know where they're going in the tracks and all that yep. so i think i think this will this one will be a winner so yeah. you got me excited about the ad for a second there thinking that when they dropped the, the car out of the plane it like crashed on someone's house and killed them <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, why, that's why the, you know it was a massive that took a dark turn <laughs> but yeah that's pretty good marketing it, it'll get the car's attention it'll get <laughs> people's attention for the car it will, it will look we've got to go to our next break of the night if um, anyone needs marketing advice let me know <laughs> hit Alam up um, here, we'll, we'll, we'll get viral you. marketing advice <laughs> blood and gore before we can get funding from the Middle East <laughs> Bloody go Alam style. <laughs> That's how you make money, people. Listen to Alam here. That's right. Um, we're going to go uh, to our next break. And we'll be right back after this. You're back on Car Talk with Matty J. Still in the studio with all the boys here. Um, left-hand drive cars. I've seen quite a few of them on the road. I actually saw, believe it or not, on my way to work, um, uh, a Ford. Do you remember the Ford car? K-A? Yeah, yeah. Um, the old school. The old school one. But I've seen the, one of the new ones. I, 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 I've got a photo of it here. I had to take a photo of it. Um, I, was, I was like, what the hell? Like I've never seen one. I had it on the back of the left-hand drive. I got up next to it. It's, it was legit a Ford car, and and we haven't sold the Ford car. I mean, it's been sold, you know, uh, solidly since they're overseas. But yeah, it was driving to obviously to, to Geelong, where um, the Yu Yangs, I believe, uh, that's where the Yu Yangs test track is. So that's where Australian engineers do all their all their testing. So um, I was assuming that that's where that's where he was going because I got off at the Werribee exit and he he, he kept going. But yeah, Australia's got a lot of testing here, um, and. Cadillacs have been uh, seen quite quite a bit quite a bit. Now, I know on like the the, the spotting um, you know Facebook pages and stuff, uh, they'll be like oh another Cadillac. But I'm um, CTS as you were saying. Reason. Yeah, so I saw one in the city uh, last Thursday. Left hand. Uh, left hand. Yep. I didn't want to get a fine, so I didn't take a photo. And today I saw one on the Monash freeway heading into the city. All oh, right. So I don't think it was the same one, but 
Yeah, that's it's interesting. You're seeing them around. So where I'm based in Mulgrave, there's a lot of car companies with their head offices there. Not that Cadillac is doing anything down there, but I've <laughs> but you I've seen in the last week or so three or four cars in camo, but I've sort of been stuck in traffic, so I can't get close enough to know what they are. Yeah. So there's a lot of testing going on at the moment, and the other thing with Mulgrave is you've got Bosch around the corner, so Bosch does a lot of their internal testing and they do conjunction testing with the manufacturers so there's a lot of cars going around at the moment it'd be interesting to see if any of these caddies make it to i don't know would they be would they fall under the holden brand i'd assume so because like what we're that's general arm general motors australian arm really um but in terms of cadillac in general i've I've heard rumors that cadillac is going to be sold here soon come next year i'm Mm -hmm. i'm i can't confirm it but I've, i've heard things you know talking about that so that'd be a big sell because, like, caddies, um, especially, I, I know Australians love big Cadillacs. Mm. Um, new Cadillacs are a lot different to what they used to be. They're not the big floaty um, buses they used to be. They're, they're more uh, quite a, like, in, in terms of the CTSV and stuff, quite a performance car. Um, but in terms of where, I mean, because Holden's in a bit of a bit of a state right now. Like, they're... they're R.I.P. Holden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, essentially, I mean, their their cars. Well, actually, Holden, believe it or not, has been bought by the Peugeot um, Citroen Group, I believe. Oh, so, yeah. like, General Motors sold sold them to to Peugeot. So, essentially, potentially, um, the the next few Holdens will be Peugeots, which is kind of a scary thought because French cars aren't exactly great um, or fun to work on and re- or re- reliable. If if any, if the the previous like. 15 years from, from the Frenchies in terms of their cars have been seen as. Well, I think Renault's offering a six-year warranty now. Five, six-year warranty? I'm not too sure. Yeah, one of them. Either, I, I know it's not Citroen. Either it's Peugeot or Renault. One of them is offering a five-year warranty, and they were one of the first ones to jump on that a while ago. So I'm not sure if their cars are any reliable, but they're certainly not selling. So, I mean, you see a lot more Renaults than you than you do uh, Peugeots, but yeah. you used to see a lot more Peugeots than you see Renaults. Cause I think the Renaults... From the ones I've seen recently, is they're not they're not great cars. Um, I wouldn't mind a, like the the new GDI that they've got. I reckon that's that's, a, that's kind of a cool car. But everything else doesn't do it for me. Uh, I think even Top Gear made made like a, like did a funny video about them and how kind of kind of terrible they've become. They used to be really really good cars. But having said that, Renaults um, like my partner's family love 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 Renaults and love um, European cars. And she's got a two thousand a late two thousand and I think eight or nine um, Renault Laguna. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a nice car, yeah. Um, but you know, it's they're not made for the conditions here. Like like the dash is fold, folding up already, and it's and she's she's maintained it to the book, yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's a well maintained car, but they don't that they don't stack up like like as well as like you know like other European cars or Japanese cars or Australian cars, yeah. And I I, I think um you know if you're buying spending that much money on a European car, you may as well go German. Hmm. Well, it'd be interesting to see what the new Commodores turn out like because if they haven't been heat tested. You know, like, what will happen in three years' time? All these Commodores will have, like, roofs that are sort of sagging and uh, all the plastics are melting and all that sort of stuff. We'll see, because they're made for the cold. Yeah, and, and that's, that's exactly right. thing is, these days, how Germany is German. Yeah, fair point. Yeah, Because most of the German cars now are made in, what, Taiwan? I if mean, we're talking about Mercedes being the biggest German manufacturer. Well, I think still, like, Volkswagen. I think Mercedes and BMW still have their, their reliability issues anyway. Um, they're, like... Big time. Um, in terms of like the, the most reliable cars, I think the C classes come like really low. Um, like like their bread and butter cars aren't that aren't as good as you know, the badges su- suggest, which has been the case for years. Um, 
you know, like if you if you as I've always said to anyone that was always asking, if you're gonna if if you want a Merc like a proper Merc or a proper Beamer, you buy a proper Merc or a proper Beamer. You yeah. don't you don't buy a crappy C class or a three C. A class. Yeah, A class. Yeah. A or B class. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, why would you spend that extra bit of cash just for a badge when you can get the reliability and all and the, the performance, performance and the yeah, and I guess practicality in a Japanese car. I mean, you'd be stupid. You'd be stupid to. Well, this is where I. I get a bit pissed off when people say Lexuses are just a you know a luxury or upmarket Toyotas, which is fine. They probably are, yeah. but then for the money, for the reliability, for the comfort, for everything else that you get with them, I think Lexus offers a four-year warranty. Lexus yeah. is, is literally Japan's Mercedes. Yeah, better than or Japan's answer to Mercedes. And and they are doing really really well. I also heard Hyundai's got a not a Genesis but an S-Class equivalent. It is in the because they're, they're sub branding. I think they're, yeah. they're making Genesis a brand. It needs to be. It, it should be. You can't sell it's a Hong Kong market, is it? Eighty thousand dollar, huh? Is a Hong Kong market? No, no. It's 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 for it's for uh, they're making. You know, they got the Genesis. Um, well, uh, the, there's two Genesis. There's Gen, the Genesis Coupe, which is, which is only available in the states in Korea, I believe. And but we should have got that car here because because mm. that that is a performance car that Hyundai make, but we never got. And they got the they got the Genesis, or like just the Ford or Genesis. Yeah. Um, which is available as a, as a, with a five liter V eight, I believe, as yes. in, in overseas. But again, we ne- we never get any of the fun stuff here. Um, but it's a really, really if you've ever sat in one, it's a lovely car. Like the fit and finish is phenomenal for for a Korean car. Well built, they 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 drive nice, um, you know, and they they got all the tech in them, and they're at a quarter of the price of the of the of the um, S class. S class. So so and, and they they are selling. You do see a lot of them around. Yeah, you you see them especially with the uh, limos and luxury. And, yeah, the Victorian high car kind of things. Yeah. Yes. One of my neighbours, he does a high car service, and he changed. I think he had a Caprice yes. before it, and yeah. yeah, he moved to a Genesis. And it just looks real nice in his garage most of the time. I've now had an opportunity, I guess, go in and sit in there. I probably think it'd be pretty strange to be like, "Hey, hey, go on. I haven't <laughs> talked to you before. Can I just, you know, can I just in sit in it? Can I just randomly sit in your car? <laughs> can I touch the leather?" But uh, yeah, obviously he takes care of it, maintains it, washes and everything. And uh, it's a, I think it's a pretty, pretty damn good looking car, at least, yeah. you know. Um, but they should have brought in the V8. Have you heard the V8? No. It's a dirty sounding V8. It sounds phenomenal. Um, uh, I forgot what what car company was testing it. Um, anyway, they went they went to Korea to, to to drive it, and the guy the guy did an elevens like yeah like launched it. It sounded sick. Yeah. It sounded mad. That's it's it's awesome. not like how a V eight should like a proper like growly you know, um, low revving but tons of torque V eight. That's what happens when you don't limit them at ninety decibels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, just yeah, just a grunt just. Yeah, I mean, from what I've heard, they're they're quite reliable and quite good. But yeah, Genesis, I believe they're rebranding into their own brand, like like how Nissan's got um, Infinity, um, Toyota's got Lexus, um, Hyundai's going to have Gen- uh, Genesis. But you know what though, people people still bag on on Japanese cars, and people but people destroy Korean cars. Yeah. Twenty years, let's say thirty years ago, um, people used to bag the crap out of the quality of, of Japanese cars. Jap crap. Yep. Now then then the Japanese cars got good, which yeah. which which is what they've kind of always been. They got respected. Korean cars came along. They weren't that great. They were cheap. Um, not very cheerful. Um, Paul, James is showing us some videos of, of some Zondas. Um, um, a man can dream. But anyway, Korean cars are now up to kind of kind of respected respected levels now. Like everyone's like, okay, we'll take we'll still take a notice of them, but they still get crapped on. Chinese cars are are, in, are aware are where the Japanese were thirty years ago, um, and okay, their quality's not there, but. In the last like ten years, from like the early Great Wars to, to their latest cars, yeah. 
they've come a massive way. Huge. Uh, and I give them five more years, the, the Chinese, and they're going to have like some crazily good cars. Well, they reckon Havel's already got the H9, which they reckon is really good for under 50 grand for a car that size. SUV, yeah. yeah. Are they still making the Great Wall? The car or the wall? The, <laughs> the wall's still there. The car. I think, I think they, they are, are yeah. but they're just not selling them. I, I know they're the, making them. The D-Maxes are going off the chain, though. D-Maxes are good. they got the, uh, the Isuzu motor in them. Yeah, well, they are an Isuzu anyway, the D-Maxes. Yeah, so. like, apparently the diesels in them are just crazy. Like like good or good? Yeah. yeah. And you can, do, like, you can buy a lot of stuff off the internet for them, like works and just motorworks, just insane on them mm. as well. From what I've heard, everyone rates the D Max. Yeah, um, it's kind of like, it's like Ranger, Amarok, then they then they put D Max over 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 um uh, uh, Hilux, which is which yeah, is crazy. Hilux, Hilux, Titans, yeah. Hilux yeah. is for people who can't afford Land Cruisers. Just buy Unimog. Unimog, yeah, just just give me give me a what, half a million dollars and I'll buy it. <laughs> I'll, I'll literally drive over your house, James, <laughs> with a Unimog. Bro, to to get in a Unimog, literally, for you to jump out of a Unimog, I reckon you need to be like, like buff. Like, if you see a Unimog driver, you see like a little Asian dude come out. Like, oh, I'm not saying anything against them, but like, all right, short people then. No. Just saying. Dude, what, the what? first time I saw, the first time I saw a Unimog, I was at the um the full drive expo in which they have at the the showgrounds. I went with my brother because uh, my brother's big into, into his four wheel drives. Used to be. Yes, yes. Th- th- thanks, Reese K. Thanks. Um, and basically. Uh, we went there when he had his Ranger, and I saw I see this big Mercedes truck. I'm like, what the hell is this? Luke's like, he's like, that's, that's a Uniwog. I'm, I'm like, a Uni what? He's like, you've never heard of a Uniwog before, and you call yourself a car guy. I'm like, I've never seen a Uniwog before, so I, I, how could I, how could I see? I stood up next to it. It is massive. You wouldn't even stand as tall as the wheels. <laughs> no, you don't. It, they are they are huge, and I'm I'm, I'm like, like, and this thing was had work done to it. Like, they got uh, portal axles as well. Yeah, yep. So you know, like the stance on them is incredible. Hashtag Stance Nation <laughs> on a Unimog. But no, it really su- surprised the crap out of me, like how, how big they were. I don't know. Have you seen one, Peter? I haven't seen one. Have you seen the Hilux Tonka? Tonka Tough. Yeah. Is no. That thing? Is that legit? They're like the. Yeah. You talk about the wide bodied one? Yeah, wide body, big flares, big lift kit. They're running, I think, like 35 standard. Don't know how they got that road, really. No, they don't, but uh, if they designed it enough over there, it would. It still wouldn't be ADR approved here. It's- it's but, Tonka um, Tough. Yeah. Is it, is it sold here? That's, that's, my, that's my biggest question. No, is no, it? definitely done in Thailand. Okay. And, uh, like, you'd be able to, you know, you'd buy everything in a, here to bolt it on, but um, you wouldn't, definitely wouldn't be ADR approved. Far out. There you go. Have you seen, just for, uh, while we're on these four-wheel drive topics... Holy crap, I was looking at it now. You've seen the electric uh, 79 series cruisers that they're pumping out for the mines? Electric ones? Yeah, electric. They call it Elev. Oh jeez, what's the world coming to? Speaking of electric cars, though, and like self-driving cars, um, continuing from last week's uh, big talk about you know when the when the Uber the self-driving Uber um, crashed, um, <laughs> we, we got a message from Paul. Sorry, um, a good friend of the show. He's like, Renault Laguna is the queen of service centers, all repairs made in Germany. <laughs> I won't repeat the rest of that, <laughs> um, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, getting getting back. But just a quick one: that 550 that he sat in was actually number one of the, of the production line. What, what the first one? Yeah, the first one ever made. That's why it was so expensive. There you go. So, but that, that's a twenty million dollar car. That's what he was quoting at the time. Far out. There you go. And uh, so at the time, he worked as a cleaner for Porsche. You know, one of his one of his contracts was Porsche, 
And he goes, um, me and my wife, like, we just had the camera, we were all ready. The car was there. He reckons the security guard went to the toilet. He goes, I jumped in the car quickly, took a photo, <laughs> and then jumped back out again. Was and, then it he, at- and then he lost his job. <laughs> no, no, he's all good. Was it, was, he at, was it at Porsche? When, when, was the car there? Was it? Yeah, it was at the head office of Porsche. I can't remember where. He'll probably send a message in a minute. <laughs> but um, but literally, he was there. They were cleaning. They were on the night shift. Yep. Uh, no one was around, just a security guard and them. And uh, yeah, basically waited, waited for the right moment. Jumped, jumped in. in the car, got a photo. It's a legendary photo. The guy looks like... You know, something out of a Bond movie. <laughs> was that in Melbourne? Yeah, yeah, it's in Victoria, in Melbourne. It was Church Street, Richmond. Church Street? That's yeah, possibly. The office. They moved to Victoria Parade. Okay. Yeah, yeah office. Victoria... Um, it's in Victoria no, Street, he's saying. He just sent a message to Victoria Street. Yeah. yeah. I used to work for their repair shop, Porsche Repair Centre. Yeah, excellent. Ago. So I had a chance to drive a few. That's awesome. What are they, what are they like? Nice. <laughs> Low. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, I like that answer. Pretty hard to work on. You know, bit fiddly. You can't jack it up and open the door. The whole yep. body twists. Twist, yeah. yeah, that's right. And, you know, getting the gaps right. You had a bit of metal to work with, you know, on repairs. Yeah, that's why uh, Nikai San loves them. <laughs> rough, rough world. Or well, IWB, uh, for all your fan, fans out there. But, yeah, um, sorry, I don't know, we got, got a bit off, bit off topic with um, with, with Paul sending his message through. But, uh, yeah, I was reading some articles and saying... What, we shouldn't really be complaining about this because we as humans make way more errors yeah. than the, the machinery. So, I think I think we kind of took it a bit out of context, as in as in us as humans did. Like it's like, oh, the machines are after to kill us. Oh, really? They're they're not. Um, maybe. Um, but you know, it's I, again, it was it it took it took the world for that event to happen to to wake us all up, and it, it's and it, it is sad. Well, I think the reality is that media, regardless of where they are are screwed because they'll just make a story out of anything, right? Anything that's going to get them the clicks and the hits, they're going to make a big deal out of it. Yep. Going back to what you were saying earlier about the Chinese cars, I think they missed the boat on the petrol engine cars. Yes. But the electric cars, there is billions and billions of dollars being poured in it's from China? the Chinese government okay. into the Chinese car electric car industry. I've got a mate that lives in Shanghai, and he went out to one of the openings of one of their new electric luxury cars, and this thing is like Tesla but on steroids. Well, okay. And it's a family car, a seven-seater car. So, yeah, there's some big things in electric car space coming out of China very shortly. I think there's big things coming in from China in general. Yeah. Um, China is going to – like China is essentially the superpower now, and and they're getting the money to pump through to their industries – they, as I said, their cars. If you look back ten years ago, their cars are growing at a rate far beyond anything that we've seen before. So, I give them ten years, and they will have. Don't quote me, but probably the best cars on the market. Yeah, and it's, and it's a scary statistic, but but it's a statistic nonetheless. It'll happen. Look, we've got to go to another break. Paul, do you want to take us out to the break? Oh, sorry, uh, Peter, do you want to take us out? To, I'm thinking about Paul from there. Guys, sending us a message. We'll be right back after this. Be back on car talk with Matty J. Still talking all things, bit of bit of everything tonight. It was it was a bit of a rush uh, kind of episode, just just putting putting all different you know different things that's been happening. It's it's really really busy in the car space right now, and it's you know tons of events, but 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 really really cool um, to see the technology and growth that that's happening in this in this industry. Um, we'll, we'll end up tonight with um, with Reese K and, and, and all you guys. Uh, future plans for your for your cars. So you, the, the troopies are all registered, all up on the road now. You're you're enjoying it. It's 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 legit. Finished up wiring last night. I uh, got the fridge in the back finally running, and uh, now I've got about sixty days until I head off to the Cape. 
Oh, so you, you, you're going... First trip's going to be straight up north. There you go. By yourself? Yeah. And my dog. And your dog, yeah. <laughs> and my dog. <laughs> and the doggo. Um, how long are you on for? Um, probably start off with a month. Okay, nice. Um, so you got that time off work? Or? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> He's just planning on calling in sick every day. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, man. Just can't come in today. A little bit sick. <laughs> We're about to say, well, <laughs> you see, um, just a bit far away. <laughs> Won't be able to get there in three, four days. I just need to save again because it's been like, what, like 90 days now and I'm flat broke. So I need to save up for a little bit and then get back on the holiday train. Uh, uh, build, build not bought, as, as your t-shirt says. That's it, mate. Um, what, about, what about with the wreck? So, you're gonna put. Have we convinced you to, to check the exhaust on, or are you gonna? Um... So, further research is needed. I'm very, <laughs> very tempted, because I have faith that if anything does go down, the car will most likely just run really rich. Yeah, that's pretty much. What um, I mean. And I'll kind of just deal with it because, at least while I'm at work now, I literally fill up. So just. I fill up at around 500 and something Ks. That's not too bad. And I fill up literally once every 40 days now because I just drive the car so little. Yeah. So if I can just, you know, do it and just wait a little while while I put the rest of the money together for the, what is it, the intercooler, the turbo, and the injectors and water pump, uh, fuel pump. I mean, the fuel pump's probably, what, 150, 300 bucks from what I've seen for a good Walbro. Yeah. And that's all I really need. I'm not going to run massive amounts of boost that I need, you know, like an 1100cc uh, injector. And yeah, so further research is needed. I might do the exhaust, might not. Um, You're gonna do the exhaust. I probably end up doing it. Speaking of um, WRX, I saw I saw a really really clean one, um, like yours, um, in the gunmetal grey at, oh, yeah. at the track day, mm. and he was going ham. Like he was having a feel there because because of wet weather, he could yeah. just grip. Well, the last like you know two wheel drive people are just like all over the road. Um, there was a nice in the in the pit next to us was a Z4M coupe. Mm-hmm. Which are considered considered the best um, sports car for in like the twenty to thirty to twenty to fifty grand kind of range. Yeah. Was he having a drift session? Was in the rain? Yeah, probably Lincoln Corners, maybe. Okay, Paul's just sent us the image through. Wow, he actually got to take a photo. That is pretty bloody insane in a twenty million dollar car. Got the chance to do it. That's um. Thanks for sending that through to us. That's actually really really cool. Um, what about you, Reese? How's everything going your end with you with you with your new venture? Yeah, the venture's going all right. I was just gonna say, Alan, if you're looking for a fuel pump, I'd Thing, just go to Repco. Don't go to Super Chief. <laughs> ouch! Ouch! Oh, ouch! That's that's a hard we hit. We don't support that on Carpool. <laughs> Everyone knows you buy off eBay. Come on. <laughs> Look, we're out of time tonight. Um, thanks for thanks for tuning in. Like and share our Facebook page. It's Car Talk T O R Q U E with Manny J. If you have missed any of our previous episodes, we've got we've got our podcast up on ShoutEngine.com. Um, or the links on our Facebook page as well. Or if you listen on iTunes or wherever you listen to your your um, your podcast, you can just type us in and, and, and we'll come up online. Um, any 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 last things from you guys? Car Loop, um, give that a like. Uh, and you guys, all good. Um, thanks for coming on the show. It's always a pleasure. Awesome. Thanks for having us. Didn't think it would be this crowded. Thank you. And thank you. Thanks a lot. And I'll see you same time next week. Um, this has been Car Talk Manager. Take it easy.